Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new week of the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Tom Jostra, and I will be your hoarsely voiced host this week. And my my guest this week is Diane Walter. So welcome, Diane. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for saying yes to me a couple yeah. weeks ago when I asked. Um, so as you can tell, my voice is weak. Um, yeah, but just over the last week, I, I've been feeling a little bit lousy, but my, the lousiness has gone away, but this weak voice is just still lingering. Mm. And so we'll just do the best we can. Okay. Now, listeners, you're not going to notice my voice getting better over the five days <laughs> because we're recording five right in a row here. And so you're going to have gravelly Tom's voice for five days in a row. And we're all praying it holds out so I don't have to talk there the whole go. time. There you go. There you go. You know, it sort of reminds me when we when Laura and I first moved to Zealand back in 1989, there was this evening show on the radio. And this guy with this deep gravelly voice, it was like... I forget what it was. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was a Christian program. He played like Christian songs. Oh. It was, okay, I forget. It was like hmm. songs of the night. Or, or, <laughs> I don't want to bust. That's why I feel like I'm Give doing. Give me like Mr. Barry White kind of today. That's right. There exactly. <laughs> but anyway, Diane, in case people um, out there in listening land don't know who you are, could you introduce yourself a little okay. bit to us? Yep. Um, my name is Diane Walters. I am married to Steve. We've been married for 46 years. And we live in Zealand. Um, we have two children who are adults. Um, neither are married, and they both live in Grand Rapids. Um, Steve has been retired from Dr. Pepper Keurig for about five years now, and uh, he delivers parts for Crown a couple days a week. And I retired a little over a year ago from Five Star Real Estate. Um, now I just do a little bit of bookkeeping for a couple agents, so maybe just five hours a week is all. Um, we have been at VP since the beginning of time, but we can talk more about that sure. on Wednesday when we do that. The beginning part, of time, that's well, interesting. Well, yes. since I the know. beginning of VP I time, know. I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, I play flute and piccolo in two bands, the Holland American Legion Band and the Zealand Community Band, mm-hmm. also on the board for the Holland Legion Band. Okay. Um, like to play golf when it's not snowing, like to quilt, read, do puzzles. Um, I have a card group that I'm involved with that's a couple times a month. And um, in a neighborhood book club, that's oh, once a month. That's, that's cool. kind of fun. And um, also on our HOA board for our condo association. Oh, okay, so sure. Is that, is that a recent thing that you joined that board? I've uh, been on it for a year now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Cool. Yeah. Well, I want to I wanna piggyback. You said that you play the flute and that you play the piccolo. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't have any trivia questions for you this week, Diane, okay. but I have some like flute and piccolo jokes that oh. I found online. Okay. Okay. And so every day we're going to start the podcast with two flute and or piccolo jokes. Okay. I'm guessing I not... might have one of my own. But... Oh, maybe, maybe that will be one of these 10. <laughs> maybe. I don't want to take yours. Okay. Well, let's see if this was one of them. Why did the flute player wear a tuxedo to the performance? Why did the flute player wear a tuxedo to the performance? I don't know, Tom, why. He wanted to look sharp. Uh. Oh, using that musical (laughs) term there, he wanted to look sharp. Okay. Uh Yeah, these are uh, listeners, these are groaners. Yeah. Right. Okay. So feel free to groan, even though we won't hear your groans, but feel free to groan on your end there. 
Number two for today. Why did the piccolo player skip the performance? Why did the piccolo player skip the performance? I don't know. She needed a rest. Uh, Again, another okay. musical term. Aren't these great? <laughs> They're great. Um, <laughs> I can't anyway, wait Anyway, bear with me, Diane. Bear with me, listeners. More flute and piccolo jokes coming up later this week. All right. So we are actually here to um, dive into a piece of scripture. Uh, we are up to John 8 in our Bible reading plan. And, you know, two weeks, Dwight, two weeks ago, Dwight and Kay started talking about some of Jesus' conversations that he was having with the Jews and with the Pharisees, okay? And last week, Kim and Katie could kind of continued some of those conversations, and these conversations were tough. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I was a listener to to one of these conversations, I'd be like, what is he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and so Diane and I were kind of commiserating before we pushed play that <laughs> some of these this week were kind of hard to pull some things out of. But we'll, we'll do our best. Mm-hmm. We kind of did our homework, and so we'll we'll see what, we, what we've come up with here. But yeah, if I, if I was a Jew back then... And Jesus is talking about things like eating my flesh and right. drinking my blood and you can't go or I'm going to go. It's, it's like it would be very, very confusing. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Um, we are going to start at uh, John 8, verse 12, and we're going to go to verse 20. Now, I know I said, Diane, that I would do the reading, but I'm listening to my voice and I'm going, hmm, maybe Diane should read this I first can one. Read it. Would That's you be willing fine. to? Yeah. Thank through you. verse 20, right? Yep. Okay. 12 through 20. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light light that leads to life. The Pharisees replied, You're making these claims about yourself. Such testimony is not valid. Jesus told them, These claims are valid even though I make them about myself, for I know where I came from and where I'm going, but you don't know this about me. You judge me by human standards, but I do not judge anyone. And if I did, my judgment would be correct in every respect, because I'm not alone. The Father who sent me is with me. Your own law says that if two people agree about something, their witness is accepted as fact. I am one witness, and my Father who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? they asked. Jesus answered, Since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury, but he was not arrested because his time had not yet come. Mm-hmm. His time had not yet come. That's, mm-hmm. that's come. That phrase has come up a lot in the last couple mm. um, Bible passages for the last couple of weeks here in the book of John. So, Diane, as you kind of read through those verses, kind of preparing for today, what was uh, kind of one thing that stood out to you? Well, just at the very end there, it said, he was teaching in the treasury or in the temple known as the treasury. I thought, well, why did they put that in there? <laughs> right. So I right. did look that up and it did say something about the treasury was like by the court of the women. So it was like the busiest place in the temple. So um, I guess where he was talking, a lot of people were hearing him talk. Yeah. And if I, and if I, and if I, if I have learned correctly in the past, right, the further you got into the temple, um, the less and less people could Right. Go. Right. And so I think on the outside was the court of the Gentiles. Like anybody, even a Gentile, could mm-hmm. be in the outside court. And I think the next inner circle or whatever was the court of the women. 
So yep. women, so so Jewish men and women could go there, right. but women couldn't go further than that. Right. So this is sort of like a, a tier where there would be a lot of Jewish. Mm-hmm. And it people. also said something about the Sanhedrin had their offices near there too. Oh, so they would have been a lot around there a lot too. Okay, oh, so those lovely Sanhedrin people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. But, okay, yeah. I, did, I did not know that the Court of the Treasury is that what it was called? Or well, the, isn't the Court of the Women? Oh, Court near, of the Women. Near, what did it say? Near the. Oh, the section knows as the treasury. As the treasury, okay. But, yeah. All right. So the fact that he wasn't arrested because when there were so many people around too was mm. kind of miraculous, right. they said right. too. Right, yeah. But, yeah, cool. that was just kind of an aside. Sure, yeah. yeah. But um, one thing I guess I was looking at was, you know, how Jesus says he's the light of the world. Mm-hmm. And they, I think just before this was where they had caught the woman in adultery and then he kind of said, first person without sin, you know, right. throw the first stone. But, um, and I guess when I think about people in darkness, I think of the woman mm-hmm. or people like that or people that aren't Christians or even good people that aren't Christians. Um, you know, they're in the dark and I'm a Christian, so I'm not. But mm-hmm. really, you know, we're all in the dark because we're all right. sinners. Right. So I thought I got to make sure that I don't uh, think I'm better than everybody oh, exactly. else because I, I, they're well, in the dark and I'm not. Well, we're, but, like you said, we're all sinners, yeah, right? Yep. And I think later on in one of the passages, either coming up tomorrow or Wednesday, it's going to talk about what uh, what the consequences of you know of being a, a sinner not coming into the light, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Jesus being the light. I kind of also I put a little square around the word light in my uh, copy here, and they got me thinking like, okay, why Tom do do you turn on lights? Like at night and mm-hmm. when, I'm, when I'm going around the house, why do I turn the light on before I walk into the bedroom? Or why do I turn the light on before I walk down the steps? Mm-hmm. And the reason I think is because I want to see what's up ahead. Right. Right. Because I don't want to bump into something. I don't want to stumble on something. Right. So I turn on the lights to see kind of what's up ahead, kind of like in my future, even though it might only be 10 seconds into my future. Right. But I, I turn on the light so I can see what's in my future. And if, if, if Jesus is calling himself the light... I guess I kind of, I don't know, I just kind of got th- to thinking like, well, if he's my light, he's sort of like my my future, right? Um, and, I, and it just reminded me that I need to rely on him for stuff that's coming up in my future, mm-hmm. okay? And so like now at the time of recording here, I have parent-teacher conferences tomorrow night, oh, yeah. okay? I'll have to see how long my, this voice lasts, yeah. right, for parent-teacher conferences. Um, but that's something that some can oftentimes get me a little bit nervous, a little bit puts me on edge a little bit. But so this just reminded me, okay, if the Lord is my light, he's my future. Um, he's kind of, um, he's already there, right? And he's, um, yeah, he, he's my light and, he, and and I just trust in him that he's going to help me get through that, you know, mm-hmm. even, even though it does kind of put my nerves on edge a little yep. bit. But that's kind of what I kind of thought of when I thought of the word light. Okay. It's just sort of like it's lights up my future. Jesus lights up my future. I know he's already there in in the classroom. You know, even though I'm not quite there yet for parent-teacher conferences, he's already there preparing, and I just need to trust. Yeah. I just need to trust. Yeah. And I and think, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I think one other thing about, um, you know, the, the light and the darkness is I think sometimes we think we can hide things from God. Mm. You know, we, we can keep it in the dark, but he's the light, so nothing is dark to him. Right. So he can exactly. see everything. I think of that verse in Psalm 139, even the light or the, even the dark is lightness to you. Yes. You know, yes. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
The other thing I, that I noted here was uh, the word follows, which comes right after the word light. I am the light of the world, whoever follows me. And again, if you're following somebody, typically means that they're in front, mm-hmm. right? And so this kind of gets at my future thing here, right? And so the second thing I'm, I'm kind of taking away from this passage is the fact that um, this whole idea of following, which implies to me that Jesus is in front and that he's already there. Like I said, like in my classroom, he's already there tomorrow night, even though I'm not there yet. <clears throat> and that just got me thinking like, okay, I think I need to live more um, expectantly, if I can use that word. Like, um, like he's already at the restaurant before I get there. Okay. And maybe mm-hmm. there's somebody he wants Lori and me to like talk with or make okay. a comment with or, or talk to. Um, he's already at the hospital. If you have a surgery coming up, he's already there, you know. Um, and I, I just like that visual of, of, of me being a follower of Jesus and the fact that he's already he's already at Meyer before I get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe he has already a, some sort of a planned connection that I'm going to make with somebody. Um, so anyway, I'm just... I guess one, another thing I'm taking out of this passage is, is just to keep my eyes open for opportunities. Okay. Right? Because he's already at work at this new job I'm going to be taking. or He's already at work in this um, situation that's coming up, and I just have to join him there. Mm-hmm. I just have to join him there. You reminded me of a verse that oh. came up this morning, which I have on my thing here. Okay. It says, it's from Deuteronomy 31.6. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. I think it's a great place to to stop for the yeah. day and leave with our listeners. Be strong, right? Be strong, Be and, strong courageous. and courageous. And just the whole part, the Lord will go personally before you. Yes. So you talked about following. Yes. That he'll be ahead of us wherever we go. Right. So listeners, whatever is up ahead in your day today or up ahead in your week to, uh, this week, um, just know that the Lord is going ahead of you. Um, you are following. He is leading. And hopefully that brings you um, a lot of comfort. Right. All right. See you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. 